from the Headstuff Podcast Network, welcome to Mother Folklore, a podcast of words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. I am Dara Cochet. And I'm Gerardine McAvoy. Hey, getting on, Gerardine? Yeah, good. Yeah, how are things, Derek? You staying out of trouble? Yeah, as best I can in a, in a pandemic. Indeed. <laughs> <That's happening. laughs> good stuff. So how, how was the post? What's the post like in, in Finland? Do you, does it arrive in time? Um, it depends. <laughs> it depends on what you're ordering and where you're ordering it from and whether it's the postal service that are delivering it as well. Um, oh, yes. But uh, yeah, so it, whether Private it's sector courier, contractors. Yeah, listen, mm. could be anything. But we only get post on three days a week. We only get post Monday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Doesn't mm. come on Tuesdays or Fridays. Um, it used to not come on Tuesdays, but then they stopped doing it in the pandemic um, on Fridays. But they will deliver big parcels, big yolks. Um, so sometimes I get 12 kilograms of dog food delivered and sometimes that comes on a Tuesday. Because <laughs> uh, the dog the dog will only eat a certain kind of uh, dog food, isn't it? Listen, we can highly, do a whole episode fussy. <laughs> my dog's fussy diet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for a different day. But yeah, no, it's it's been a crazy time and our postal workers have been globally, it seems. I think you know? so. I think I really think that people have um, developed an, an increased appreciation since the pandemic of how the postal service holds us all together. I think especially in Ireland, this was there's been, always been such a huge affection for our postal service going right back down to the Republic being declared in a post office. Yeah, it's it's a central part of our, our history as Irish people. And uh, mm. everyone knows the GPO, unless you're from Cork, when you have to specify that it's the Dublin GPO. <laughs> of course. GPO, which Dublin is a lovely GPO. building. Um, mm. And you can get the echo right outside it. Um, but yeah, so on that vein, we are very excited today to have possibly the best guest we've ever had, I think. Mm. I'm very excited. I know Derek's very excited. We're going to talk to a postman, and not just any postman, we're going to talk to my dad, who's a postman. <laughs> Please welcome Colin McAvoy. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello. How are you growing? How are you, Derek? Hey, hey Colin, well, welcome to Motherfucker. We're delighted to have you on. The, 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 real, the real dad instead of the podcast dad. I know, real dad and pod dad. It's so weird. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, Colm, have you, have you probably found, I suppose, yourself and your colleagues found that the, um, I guess, the, the, the past year or so has been... Uh, an, like it's exciting the word or kind of different as, 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 as do you find people um, yeah. have, are showing more appreciation oh yeah big time like since the pandemics came in um people have been really good you know to really appreciate the postman because we're we're more than a postman for especially in rural areas you know like with the pandemic mm-hmm. the old people well not even old people young people that wouldn't see any maybe one in the day to the other to see the postman they can really wait for the postman to have a chat and see what the scandal was like because Postman knows all in you was not a gossip so we <laughs> we'd be basically local paper for the for the week for them to keeping them informed and what's going on around the place you know mm-hmm. but um but since the pandemic again we have been like inundated with mail as regards not letters but internet shopping has just gone to the roof for us now it's crazy mm-hmm. like we would be like before the pandemic, say we would, you know, you might have 10 packets going out. Now you could have 100 packets going out, you know. It is, yeah. I mean, but on post must be delighted with But the postman are <laughs> not all so delighted with it. <laughs> yeah, your bike must be laid down with us. I remember, yeah, it, it, yeah, it used to be that. I mean, we, we'd, uh, maybe the, in the old days, there'd be, there'd be a slip through the door saying that a parcel had arrived now. I suppose people are actually more likely to be actually be there and getting them and actually meeting the postman. 
Yeah, that's the beauty of the pandemic because you know you don't write notes anymore. Like everyone's at home, which is great. And I know it's probably not great, but well, I suppose maybe it's a sign of things to come because people are able to work from home now, and there's always somebody at home, which is great. Yeah. And um, and as well as that, with the pandemic, we all have scanners. Postmen have scanners. You know, if you have a, uh, a kind of a barcoded item that needs to be signed for, you don't have to give it to the customer anymore. You just get their permission to sign for it and. You can mm-hmm. give it to him. Yeah, so contactless contact delivery. Yeah. There's no contact yeah. anymore. You know, as regards that. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing I'm finding actually really annoying with some couriers is like I get a, a text to say sorry you weren't home and I'm like I, I am home and we're all home. Everyone's <laughs> home. The net. <laughs> The audacity, no, no. like. Well, see, the, the, that's the, the couriers and postmen. Like we, the couriers are only coming maybe once in every two or three. Well, some people, if some people order every day, but majority of people only order maybe one a week. Mm. Whereas the postman can go on every day, and he knows like John is going to be at home today, or Mary's at home today. So, and if they're not home, to say, look, if you're not coming, I know maybe technically you're supposed to see them there, but they'll say, look, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm expecting a package. Will you just leave it into the kitchen or leave it into the shed? Or they'll know where I'm leaving. And then when we leave it in, we leave a little note to say, Mary, your packet is left in the shed or in the bin. Or we don't really leave them in the bin. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't do that. <laughs> because sure as God, the bin will go out that day and the yeah. joke will head off in the bin with them. <laughs> I'd say so, because I, I, know, I know we've um, had sometimes the items left in the bin, but only when the bin was empty. And well, that means that that still means you have to dip all the way inside the all bin. Yeah. There's much, yeah, much crack at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people who ask you to put it in the bin. You know, I say, will you leave it in the blue bin? And they'll, you, there might be some small bit of stuff in it or, or it might be nothing in it. So you just throw it into it. At least once they ask you to do that, it's fine, you know. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's fine yeah, until something goes missing. And then it says, what you put in the bin for? <laughs> <laughs> but that is nice, though. Like, I mean, I know um, I obviously hear it from you, but like there is a like you said like you don't see the, you don't no one knows the courier because I find that weird here that I don't know our postman we've got a different post person mm. um, like all the time I, it's not the same person which weirds me out like because you, you have the same postman usually or the post person yeah. in Ireland and you know your post person enough to trust them to say hey can you can you leave it wherever oh yeah yeah like the route I'm on uh, you know I've been on maybe for four years now like I know everybody on it you know so I know if Mary's not home. She could have a cousin or a sister-in-law that lives three doors down. You can do that. You know, it's or even if you know what neighbours get on and what don't get on. So you can obviously leave it with the neighbours that do get on with. So everything works out well, you know. Now, that That's sounds like we do it the whole time, but we don't do it at the whole time. Because <laughs> in the pandemic, genuinely, everyone is nearly at home, which is great, like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's actually something that's really interesting. I find that, like, because um, I know there's a difference between rural and and like urban post because yeah. living in rural Ireland you don't have a number on your house like you know whereas yeah. in if you're living in a town you have a number so in in rural Ireland you have to know what like it could like like our address at home there's like four or five houses that have the same address so you have to know who lives there and also yeah. about the family feuds like if that family oh, don't yeah. talk to each other over a farm that wasn't given to John you know you have to know about that. That's, yeah, because when you were learning on a post, say if, if I was going out to train with another postman, and one one in particular, like there was one that must have been three different sets of brothers and they didn't get on and they're all one name and have maybe two kids that are the same. So you have to get everything right because if it goes into the house, it's not coming back. You won't get it back. So <laughs> you have to try to get everything spot on, you know. Oh, that's really interesting though because postmen then are like the, 
You're like the receptacle for like local histories because you know who doesn't get on with who and why because yeah. you have to know. And if yeah, so if a letter for Jay Moriarty or something is, and you there, there could be that could be four brothers or the father or mm. the nephew, and none of them are speaking to each other, and but they're it's all kind of uh, the same townland, that could lead chaos. It could, well, if it's like that, and if it's as bad as that, we would send it back. Mm-hmm. because rather than it could be a bank statement and John will know what John on road has in his bank or something like that and it's so the safest thing to do then is send it back and say uh, insufficient address and it'll come back then either with the right address or it'll come back with the same address the next day <laughs> one or the other do you know uh, I guess that's the the, the right op- rather than like annoying your, your customers that like rather have it delayed and correct than, than your bank statement sent to the wrong person you know oh I yeah guess. yeah exactly yeah but that's the trouble if someone is training, like if, you know, a guy is training on it for a week, like you get to train on a post for a week and then John goes off on holidays, the po- that postman has gone on holidays and you run it for a week. And that's the, that's when there can be a bit of a mix up, say he might drop something into the, to John and it's just no went to John and John is not giving it back to Mary. That all, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. But yeah. no, it doesn't happen very often, thanks be to God. So we're, mm. we're lucky enough that way. And what is the process then for like return, like how... Uh, what what has to be on a letter for it to be returned back? Okay, there's an insufficient address if it's not, the, it doesn't have the right name, so it could be multiple people. But like, yeah. if I post something without a stamp, will you post it? Well, if if it if it gets through the system and can, comes onto my bench, of course I'd give it. I wouldn't dream of no, but no postman will send it back. Oh, sorry, there's no stamp in that. I'm going to give it that back because I didn't pay a euro. The postman won't stop it. It's the up. Up the Starting chain, up they'll stop it before it gets to you. And if it gets to me, grand, I'll, I'll deliver or the postman will deliver. But vice versa, that we have, say, if you post something um, in a, an A4 envelope and you didn't put the right um, amount of postage on it, and it could, you could post maybe five or six of them, and we've got these back, and it goes to Dublin and they spot, right, there's, not, there's, not, there's the wrong amount of money paid for this. So they'll bundle them all. And it'll get your address and send it back to you, and it'll come back on my bench to give back to you. And they won't, like, they won't let it through. Sometimes you used to, you used to say, right, we'll hold it up for a day or two. But now they've stopped all that. It's just right. Because oh. I thought they, they were obliged to deliver it if there was no return address. If, if you don't have a return address, do, or do they deliver it or do they? What no, do they do? Usually, well, if there's no return address, they made it, but it's usually they'll, what they'll do is they'll send it to Limerick. And Limerick has, in one of the, the depots in Limerick, they will open it and find an address inside. They have the authority mm-hmm. to open it. We don't have the authority to open it. Yeah. Ah, because I was so, thinking because my American friends will always put a return address in the back of the envelope. But it wasn't terribly common for in Irish people to do that. And mm. I think I was wondering if the reason was so they can't send it back to you by the no. But Limerick will. Mm. So if we were like if if there's a letter that has of any problems with it at all, we'll and we can't. We, if we write insufficient address on it and we've no one to send it back to, it'll go back to. To the per- if that's the stamp, but usually the Franken, you know the Franken that's on a letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're all linked to businesses or per- people. So if you would just in in our system inside in, in the in the offices, if you would type in the Franken code, their their name of that business will come up. So you just be, like the Leash County Council will say, or Dublin County Council, or Fingal County. You know they'll all have their own Franken number. The mm-hmm. GA and Leash will have the same thing. They know they're all they can be posted back to them directly. So it's easy to get them back to them. So there's no escape. No, there's no pay, your, pay your post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so exactly. then, building on that, then because mm. one of the I suppose the quaint things about the post office and it like like definitely twice a year something goes viral that somebody's posted or delivered usually 
um, a card or something to some odd address. And like, I would call it an insufficient address, <laughs> but it still gets to the right person. So it's like Mary, who did the degree in science uh, in Dublin and bought that new house on the end of the lane, Kildare. And that that's it. And then it gets delivered to the appropriate Mary. Like, yeah, yeah well, that, that's surely insufficient. But yet it gets delivered. No, well, like the last thing we lose is it's insufficient. You know, it's mm-hmm. not that you want to say, oh, here, I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't know who does. Like you'll ask, hey, do you know Mary that done a degree or do you know? <laughs> I got a letter there one day, well, it's about three years ago. It was um, Ashling uh, who got the new tarmac in a driveway just outside Port Leash. And it's, I, I happened to know, I was doing the post that week on that place and I knew, happened to know that Ashling got, this is getting clear to get new tarmac in her house. It has to be her. It was a car from like out from Spain or somewhere like that, you know. But I was doing the post and I bought her. Well, she fell around the place laughing because it was her. She was amazed that she got it. That's a great one. I guess you've seen some some wonderful ones. And it's, it's, I think sometimes it's almost like that. Maybe the, the, the letter writer is trying to see test if the postman can actually oh, do it. Yeah. And, they, and, and, they, and they, they, they generally do. Wasn't yeah, there a no. guy that had a blog though one time where he did that, where he's, yeah. his, he would just like post strange and they almost all got delivered. Like they were. Yeah, yeah that's right. He was on the radio here. Yeah, because stations. you have, I get like you were saying earlier, like you have that and it, there's more than one postman working together. So if you don't know it. Oh yeah, we're all beside each other. Like, and, like all the routes that are interlinked would say my road is leading to another road. Well, that postman is beside me. So we're all, anything for the Mount Rat Road would say, the boys around me will be near enough to that as well. Same as Tim O'Hall, like where I live, the parish, the post, three posts from that area will be beside each other. So if there's anyone that's not kind of, the letter that's kind of doubtful that they, one of them will know, do you know? Yeah. Because you, like you said, you have that information that you, you have to know it about, you know, the history of families and who's related yeah. to who and who's yeah, sister-in-law exactly. is who. So. It's like when there's local elections, the first, the most important person to know when there's lo- elections going on <laughs> is the postman because he knows whoever votes for her and what party, political party they're assigned to her and, you know, or affiliated that's, that's funny, actually, because I remember when I was canvassing a few years ago with um, Repeal and so people, we would canvass and if people weren't home, we would put like election literature or referendum mm. literature through their post. And I remember headquarters were all like, Oh, political uh, letters don't count as as junk mail. Mm. And I remember saying that to you, Dad, and you were like, "That's junk mail. Oh, <laughs> People yeah, hate it's that." Junk mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, totally yeah. Like, yeah, people don't like that. Sometimes they have like no political or whatever. No, like I can't election material. I think maybe yeah. is what they use. Um, but if it's junk mail, it's always touch and go. And I remember some of the Dublin people being like, "No, that's fine." And I was like, "Rural Ireland does not enjoy that." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That's, no, because um, I, I I know once or twice I've known some some uh, people to run after a postman who's maybe put put I mean a piece of election material as if the postman is campaigning and the postman isn't campaigning. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's even with like advertisement now. Like, sorry, I didn't. I don't want that. I don't want. Like, oh, mm. we don't mind if you don't take it. We gladly if you put junk mail up. We it suits us to the ground because we don't want to be going wrong with it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now there's some of the companies that are well, we say like if. The bigger shops, you know, the retails, they're going, you used to put little leaflets, but now to have a nearly a book going out every once a week, it's a disaster. Like, cause your, your mail is heavy enough, but then when you have a book, like, you, and for every house, I, for, on mine would say that if I take all the junk mail over, people that have no junk mail, I'd have around 600. So I have to bring 600 of these books around. Like, and 
the minute you give to people, say, I, say, I don't want that joke. And I, yeah. I, I put a junk mail up and I won't have to give it to you and I won't, I won't have to carry it anymore either. Some mm. people like the junk mail. Though. I put up a junk mail, a no junk mail sign here and my partner was very upset that he wasn't getting coupons for McDonald's anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it's not worth it for all of the rest of the garbage we get. Like, but yeah, yeah he's over it now. Yeah, well, there's, there's some people go mad for the likes of the Supermax and McDonald's, you know. Mm. Those Supermax coupon books are class, though. Can you give me an extra one? I mean, I <laughs> give her a whole package of them. She can have them all. She wants them. I don't mind. Oh, man. Oh, that's funny. But some of those, some of them have that, like, they have, we know, like, that maybe there'll be four or five kids in the house. You'd always throw in a couple of extra just to, mm-hmm. so everyone is happy and there's no child left crying because he didn't get a book you know oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is nice that's, that's absolutely thought that counts and that's the great thing about it I suppose yeah, having a, a, a postman who knows knows the community and, know, yeah. and knows these yeah. little things that are important and um, speaking of kids actually do you have kids who are like obsessed with postman who are like do you know the yeah. way like some children are obsessed with like like bin men <laughs> like they're just yeah this, this, some kids are obsessed well, actually about I don't know what I'm telling you about this growing just before Christmas there was one woman and the child this little boy he was about he was a lovely little boy about maybe three I suppose or a little less than three and I, every day he'd wave to you and I'd wave back to him and then one day I met the mother and she said look at, when you call him will you knock on my door tomorrow um, I'm trying to get the child off a bottle and I want him he, he's going to give you his bottle and uh, you're going to take it away. He says, no, when I close the door, you just fire in over the gate. It'd be grand, over the door, <laughs> the side door. So the next day, I went to the door, knocked on the door, and here's a little boy. He, he had no his bottle. It was like giving me the crown jewels, a little trailer. <laughs> I felt so sorry for him. Mm. So I took, but I took the bottle anyway, and when I closed the door, I, I fired it in over. And I, I was in home, and I says, that child is going to, he's going to hate the postman for the rest <laughs> yeah, of his life. Yeah, does he just think you robbed his bottle now? <laughs> yeah, because the next day I asked the mother, how did he go? And he said, oh, geez, he was crying last night for his bottle. She said, but he's, he's going to get used to it. And I said to myself, oh my he's God. going to hate the postman for this. <laughs> the last person in the world wants to take a bottle of a child. Right? Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> That's how you bribe your children, Derek. <laughs> Use the postman. <laughs> Give the yeah. That's that's, that's the gas what thing. What was the purpose? She did she just say that the postman's no, mean yeah, and he's going to no, take? I I was to take it and give it to another child who needed a bottle. Ah, and I told okay. him I, uh. I gave it to another little boy and he was so happy with this new bottle. I told him that the next day and he was oh I ah, was delighted with that. But oh okay. I'm sure at night time he was saying here look what I really like it back for a little soak. That's all you know. <laughs> oh, that's cute. That is cute. That's what that's a lovely story. Hello, I'm Emma Jane from Fail Harder, the podcast that chats to people at the top of their game about failure, from their first memory of failure to how they cope with it now. I have some unbelievable guests on the show like Paul Meskel, James Cavanagh, Georgina Campbell, the list just goes on. And of course, we'd be mad to take failure too seriously, so every week I have 20 questions in front of me numbered at random. Most are straightforward, however, some are a little more unconventional, and in the spirit of failure, my guest can pick the numbers. They might not like the results, but life's not fair and neither is my podcast. I was wondering, could we chat about air codes, actually? Because people, oh, yes. it's so weird. People have weird, I, I'm all for air codes. I think they're class. But initially when they came in, there was great resistance to it. But I remember when they came in that my, I remember discussing it with my boyfriend who, again, it's not Irish. And most places have, like most countries have postcodes. Ireland was like, an outlier for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. People, people just put in a bunch of zeros and they're doing online shopping. I, that was yeah. all I would do. And sometimes they would ask for more and I would have to make up one or just like Google like postcodes or use my one from when I lived in America or something um, that I can't recall now. Uh, but yeah, they, so it was like really late <laughs> coming in. And 
Yeah, people are like weirdly resistant about them, but I, I, I'm all for air codes. I think they're class. Yeah, well, when they came in first, we were so uh, like we kind of were flipping about them. It's only for the ambulances, you know, yeah. emergency service. It wasn't really for the postman. We don't need them because you said, look, people are always going to write their address. Irish people just it's just a thing that they write their yeah. address. And now, to be fair, it has been really good, you know, because some people might say, call a McAvoy. Port leash and he'll, to put the air code at the bottom of it, and then if you just if if it comes up like that, you know we it's very vague, so we'd put it if the air code is there, we'd put it into our phones and it'll tell you exactly where yeah. it's from. So it's really easy to know. But mm-hmm. they are they're very useful now. We we're getting more used to them now. You know, well we know as well because if it doesn't say R thirty two, R thirty two is leash. We'll say so if it doesn't say R thirty two at the start, we just put into missarts it goes back to somewhere else because at least we wanted to go looking for it again you know it's R32 all the rest of the letters with it but if it R32 is at least for the start and if the postman doesn't see R32 and he knows it's not for these because there's a couple of like Tim O'Hoe is in Calais and there's a Stradbally in Watford you mm. know so there's you get loads of mix-ups like that, you know, that Watford stuff will come to lease and I'm sure it's the vice versa down there with them, you know yeah. so it's just yeah. Because the machines or somebody sorting up in Dublin just made a little mistake. Now, it doesn't, wouldn't get an awful lot of stuff, you know, but it, it would happen. I think probably pandemic as well has made people more, because you're using more courier services. So people are definitely learning their 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 air code because I didn't learn ours yeah, because, for a while. Uh, <laughs> well, the, 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 the couriers are nearly dependent on air codes, yeah. you know, because they wouldn't know where you are, where Kyle, you know, where your address would be so that they, they wouldn't have a clue and it's, everything was air codes with them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and even when, when some of our postmen will say, some of the relief postmen they're doing a, a big house estate in Portlaoise and uh, they're not very familiar, like air codes are deadly for them, you know, because yeah. they're not sure where they're going whereas when you put in the air code it takes you right to the door which is great, you know. Yeah, it is the convenient thing actually about the air codes in Ireland because at least like the, the postcode I have here, it's to an area. So it's not yeah. specific to like where we live. Um, but I, I think I'm actually not sure if it's that case in the UK because I know they have the same structure. But at least in Ireland, it's it's a specific air code. Oh, for steadily. Even if like if I was going to somewhere outside and it just, you know, outside Leash or yeah. in Dublin or something, they give you the air code, you put it into your phone, like they take it right yeah. to the door. Like it's, it's handy it's for Google really Maps, good, yeah. Like, no. <laughs> it's after turning around to be a good thing. Like we, we yeah. were kind of sceptical at first. Ah, we'll never need it. But it has been a, a revelation for us, like, really, yeah. you know. Definitely, because I know when, like, I grew up in um, the, around the border of Dublin 14 and Dublin 16. Oh, so you had a postcode. Th- but this is the big thing, that postcodes were a, were a controversial thing in Dublin because they were so linked to property prices and yeah. pre- alleged prestige. And there was particularly perception around Farnham that the, that the 14 bit was maybe, was, was fancier than the 16 bit. And that people were, were faking a 14 on their address when they were actually in the 16 part. And this became an, an, a playground accusation that you were actually there you were a Dublin 16 rather than <laughs> Dublin 14 <laughs> but when my mum got her air code she said see this proves that we were 14 all along yeah because the Dublin air codes do start with D whatever don't they mm. D03 or D yeah. yeah yeah. but the rest of them don't ap- apply to anything I, I wonder if if 6W actually gets that because that doesn't fit the format what's 6 oh Dublin 6 oh, Dub- Dublin yeah. 6W is the, the great mysterious um postcode that the one the only one that has in the old days it was the only one that had a little letter at the end 
Um, I, there's, so there's no east or north or south. It was just Dublin six west. I think, I think the idea is Dublin six was a fairly large area, and yeah. I think yeah, the general explanation was that it was snobbery, and that was I think yeah. that one of the resistances to postcodes for so long was that every county would have its version of Dublin yeah. four, and everyone would be able to work it out for the postcode, and then it was going to lead to chaos, property yeah. related That's chaos. Funny. Yeah, because the only, like, I remember growing up, the only postcode in Dublin, the only postcode I was aware of was the address to send stuff to the den on RT. Mm. was P.O. Box 2222 Donnybrook Dublin 4. Yeah. <laughs> and that was my only interaction with postcodes before that. Um, but yeah, I think they're, and they are, I guess they're they're useful if you get like a, an address, say in a language that you maybe don't speak. So yes. if the postcode, if the air code is there, there's no excuse for not delivering an Irish language uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Gary. Yeah, that's not me accusing you, <laughs> Dad. Real Dad. No, dark. we would not. We would not. Jesus, I'm no Irish expert. I'm far from it. I'm only barely able to say my name. <laughs> but um, like, if something comes in Irish, we'll do our best to, to deliver it. Do you know, yeah. uh, we, we, usually it'll come to me, and I, I'm no, that'll tell you how bad they are in the, at Irish inside when they come to me for, for some yeah, translation. Don't, don't under, undersell hmm. yourself. You are the, the no, pegsayers of the postal <laughs> service in Port <laughs> <No>. Leach. <laughs> yeah, well, poor pegsayers in Bother then. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like it break, we, we just try to break, I don't try to break it down, you know. Whether it's a street like Abbey Leaks or Mount Rad, you know, you'll always be able to break it down somewhere, right? It's, yeah. And then you'll walk back from that. But we'd, and if we'd, you're stuck, if the air code is there, presumably that's Oh, if the air code is there, it's, it's, they wouldn't even come to me with that because they'll put yeah. it in the air code, you know, that's it. Like Because there mm. a few weeks ago or maybe even a month ago, there was there was an, a, an issue where yeah. it was a courier delivery. I don't remember the company, um, but they had returned insufficient address because the address was in Irish. But there, there was also an air code, which to me, I was like really annoyed about that because I was like, I know you can just Google that. <laughs> like you find the nearest whatever drop off point is and you're able to deliver that to, to whoever's but if gala shop if you or whatever. Put, if you like, like, there's nothing special in my phone or anyone's phone. If you put in uh, air code finder. And yeah. then just type yeah. in your number and it'll, it'll it'll even bring you there. Like it'll bring you a map and yeah. a satellite. It, it's kind really of yeah. simpler, like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's, we wouldn't do that. No way. So there's post. no excuse for Absolutely anyone listening. No if anyone excuse. of, say, a, a popular talk show radio program would like to discuss it, we've, 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 We've talked about it here, okay? We have. <laughs> There's and, no excuse. <laughs> and to add insult to injury, then we have bilingual street names. So, like, if it would be in Irish as well there, wouldn't it? Yeah, the signs mm-hmm. are yeah. in Irish, right? You would see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. That wouldn't... There'd be no problem there. Like, for, for mm-hmm. I mean, we all know where we're going. We don't even know whether there's, as regards the streets, uh, for the postman. Like, if there's a street named in Irish, wouldn't be too many around here, like, so we're, yeah. s- we're okay with that one. Yeah, I guess mm, if you get a a, a, a letter delivered, like with the address in Irish delivered to Tim Ho, there's like three people that it might conceivably yeah. be for. So yeah. <laughs> now it's different if it's like, I don't know, Rathcarran or something, but maybe the postman would probably speak Irish in Rathcarran. I would hope because so. Because there's, there's one chap from around here that gets from, his name is comes in Irish and his address will come in Irish and there's a new postman and his and like, when I told him his name, he went to school with this lad, but he just, because he, his name was in Irish, he didn't know who he was because he'd <laughs> never seen it wrote down in Irish before. So. Yeah. But um, no, he, he's the only one around here who gets his name in Irish. I don't get posts to leash anymore. And no one posts me no. anything. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I don't, it's fine. I don't want them to. It's grand. <laughs> and I don't live. I don't live in Timahoe anymore. So mm-hmm. um, I don't get. Um, I did actually get a, a letter here addressed in Irish, but the the postcode and my name, and the the apartment number was in Finnish, obviously, <laughs> or in yeah, yeah well, the Finnish mm-hmm. what it is. So, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so, like, and has the postal service changed much since you started? Yeah, I find it has. Anyways, like when I started, it was a, a lovely job. I mean, mm. it's not. That's not <laughs> that sounds like it's not a lovely job anymore, but it, it is a good job, and it's it's, it's a nice, clean, and handy. When you're used to other work, was it on post is handy, handy work. But when we started, there, like the letters were, it was kind of it was all letters then, and no, like you wouldn't get a parcel, five parcels a week, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody was using the internet. And you, you like the only time you got a red letter was when someone was going to court. So there was no one ever got a red letter, you know. So it was great. Yeah. And now you'd have like, like, from it's the, quite the opposite. Now we have very little letters now, and we have loads and loads of parcels. Um, but since the uh, pandemic and even before, the people are way more appreciative, you know. I think so than the war even when I started, you know. And they're more friendly towards you. Well, not that sounds like they used to come out and call you names, but they didn't. <laughs> they're nice to you, they know, they're decent people, but they're way more friendlier to you now. And they always ask you for tea. And like, some of the, when I started first, there was one woman, like, she used to hate the, but she told me she hated the bank holidays because she wouldn't get to see the postman. Oh. And I felt so sorry for her, like, she was a lovely woman. And she you'd have to go in for tea. Like, then there was another woman down the road, and she's actually, two of them had a one name. Now, they were living miles apart, but you'd have to go into two of them every day for tea because. If you didn't, they'd be upset and they mightn't hear anything. And, yeah. and if then if something happened and you didn't go in, you'd say, Jeez, I should have went into the crater. I should have. <laughs> mm-hmm. I heard the same thing about, about uh, Milkman and that people. That's a Father's Head episode. That's a very different. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, not, not, not so much that. Is that it used to be the case that, say, when, when people were all getting their milk delivered, if somebody's milk, if the, the milkman would notice if the person hadn't come to the door, if there was something wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. Like you know, you, same with the post. Like, you, you, if you know if the post is not gone, or you, you know how people take the post, or and uh, if the post is not gone, you'd always just check around, see it around, just to make sure. Especially the old people, you know, when the old people in your post, because they won't see anyone. They don't hardly come out. No, they come out to me or dead postman. You know, they yeah. want to see them and just have a little word with you. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. just something to keep. But them. speaking, because I, I know there was a. a like a, an initiative with on post at the start of the pandemic to like check in on old people. Um, yeah. To like, because of that, because you're not, they're not, they're actually not seeing anyone now. They can't see anyone. No, um, we were, we were to check in. We are, we, and we still do. We check in on the old people to see that they want anything to shop. Because there's a couple of old people like that and they'd be frail and, well, no, really dry, but because of the pandemic, they were yeah. going over. So we, I just, we, we would, would be asking them, did they want, and then, they want them to shop or they want something posted because if they wanted a parcel posted or a letter posted, it was done free of charge. So oh, we would take yeah. their mail and bring it down to the post office. And we have a special stamp down there that just it's just stamped and it's sent off and it's there's no big issue about it all, you know, there's no Yeah. And they're delighted with that. Now some lads were make, milking it, like, you know, they give you <laughs> not to old people, but the younger not so old and they were giving you yolks to like post. Eight kilos of like delivery to <laughs> <you. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe twelve letters like you know, everything. <laughs> Um, no, but that is really sweet because I know the 
didn't they have some sort of like special stamp or something at Christmas for like postmen or something? I saw that on the break for the Late Late Toy Show. They had like a, a postman checking on an old person or something. It was very sweet. <laughs> um, <Probably yeah. laughs> but uh, but it is nice to kind of like, because I guess, like you said, you were already doing this. Like it was, you were already like checking yeah, in on was old no, people Yeah, it just made us, everyone think we were actually really great then. When we, you know, <laughs> when this came out, they oh, they're so good at postmen to be doing this. Yeah. But no, we would, they would be checking on, on, on Without ever a pandemic happening, we'd, yeah. you know, we'd call into the old people, especially yeah. in rural roads. Like, mm. I'm, I'm in around the town, so there's only five or six old people of mine and you'd call to them, you'd see them once or twice a week, you'd have be chatting to them, you know. Mm. But on the rural roads, you'd see them every day and you'd, you'd, you'd always know if they're out, yeah. if they're not out, you know. Yeah. Mm. Sure and has there been a change since you started in like... Because I know you, like, you're on a town post now, so maybe it's not the same, but I know... Growing up, we all we always knew the postman, and you know, kind of like like that. You chat to the postman, like a nice. But even yeah. before you worked in on post, like we always knew the postman. Yeah, no, and rural roads again, because I, well, football. Like if you play Gaelic football, the rural roads, like you'd always have something to talk about. Whereas mm. in the town, there's more of a mixed a mixture of of nationalities, and people wouldn't know GA or wouldn't care about it or. Like there's loads of Irish people as well that don't care about it. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. But um, the 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 town roads now that I'm on would the the they talk to you, but they wouldn't have as much to talk about if you know yeah. what I mean. You know. Yeah. Whereas now there's some of the older people and some of the younger people, but but are from the area will will have a bit to say. But no, they wouldn't be talking. The road roads would be way better for holding you up for talking. Like yeah, <laughs> hmm. you lose an hour like easy on the road road talking. You know. Yeah. Because he, if you go down to the neighbour and he talks about, you know, Joe that died down the road and then you go to next valley, he's going to tell you something else and he thinks that no one else is telling you this. <laughs> and you could have heard it in 15 houses all morning, you know. You, so you get to hear the same story over and over again. So you have to, again, yeah, you exactly. have to pretend it's the first time. Yeah. Oh, it's really not joking. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing your face trying to laugh at this. <laughs> I can't see the last laugh. <laughs> but I'm dying to know have people... Like, surely someone has done some sort of thing where they're like, because I know Dukas, that website, um, Dukas.ie, do a lot of like collection of like oral histories of local areas. Surely someone has been like, right, we need to we need to interview the postman because who knows the local area's <laughs> history? <laughs> the postman, like, ask yeah. them, or the postperson, whoever they are. But like, you do, though. <laughs> you know yeah, what? Well, it, yeah, you'd learn it. Like, it, yeah. it's not that you go to learn it, but you'll. You pick it up from people in the area, you know, what the story is and what yeah. happened 20 years ago or 50 years ago, you know, and the story of houses and things like that. It's really interesting and some of them are, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. And then in terms of like herb, because I know Port Leash is a town on the rise, oh, um, yes. like in terms of like po- like the growth of the towns, like how has that changed since it started? Yes, it's awesome. Well, the, the route that I'm on now, would say when I train on that route, you have it finished in three hours, you know, just you be late yourself and you're off your home, you go. And the, the development of how, there was a lot of houses built that time, but there was no one living in them. Yeah. And like this was, would have been 2000 and, oh, I suppose maybe eight, nine or 10. Mm-hmm. There was loads of houses built and there was yeah. no, but now all those houses are lived in and there's been, have to be more, maybe four or 500 houses built on that road since then. So it's really, really, and that's, uh, all over the town, it's really growing, you know. And yeah. like before, it was you know, say I was foreign people coming across different nationalities. Would say yeah. that's what yeah. the class. I'm not 
categorizing them or anything. I'm just saying it. Yeah. Sort of growing just down my neck for I'd, saying something I wrong. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, no, but now like it's, it's mainly Irish people are moving in to mm. the... To I the, guess these houses. commuters from Dublin as well, Port Leash is commuters. Yeah, town. like there's loads of people from Dublin and one old woman, uh, her, she used to live in Dublin, she's only moving into the house about two years ago and um, she was telling me that like, she sold her house in Dublin after her husband died and she moved down here. Now she's living in her own owner and she's, she'd be well in her 70s. Now her son comes down to see her but because of the pandemic he hasn't come yeah. down very often oh. because she's one of the women, women I do call in to see and um she would tell me like the, the price of houses down here is like a fraction of what you would pay yeah. for this lovely house yeah. she has in Port Leash now, do you know? Yeah. No, so I guess it does then change the, the postal kind of like atmosphere then. Yeah. Ah, yeah, but there's, I mean, there's the the the, the foreign people are probably the nicest people. On yeah, the sorry. No, I didn't mean it in a bad mm, way. Yeah, it just, it yeah. just, it's, yeah, it's grown. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so like, I, you see that going th- during those days of the recession and coming, kind of coming back and the, the slight resurgence and time, times changing, you get, you do get a, you, you, you do get to see it, see a town changing. Yeah. Over, oh, over, yeah. over a career. Yeah. No, but the only thing about the towns, the, mm. the, the, um, the, there's not as many dogs on the post. <laughs> I was about to ask you about this. <laughs> dogs <laughs> and postmen. I thought that was on my list. They're, they're the only people, or only beings in Ireland who hate the postman. The dog absolutely is. There's one dog in particular. Like mm. he cannot bear me. I don't know what the hell I done to him. And you're uh, good like, with dogs, like yeah, he's a sheep dog, and he's his owner. <laughs> like if she, if he's on the far side of the street, he's looking at me going up the street, like as if if he could go half it, he'd kill me. Like you know, if he go half the lead, he could kill me. But uh, he, he never luckily enough go half it yet. But um, then there's other owners have dogs and he says, oh, he won't bite you, he won't bite you. And he, like, he has your leg in his mouth with this day. Like, he's going on with the back of your leg in his mouth and he says, oh, he won't bite you. <laughs> <laughs> coming off. Could be worse than biting. <laughs> so what, what is, like, do you get, do you get bitten often? Do, do postmen get bitten often? Um, no, or is it well, just a little bit like? <laughs> you know, you get a neighbour, yeah, because this dog, uh, in particular, this woman says her dog doesn't bite me. He bites me every day. Like he bites the back of my leg every day. That night. woman is living in denial. She <laughs> says he won't bite you, he won't bite you. And he, he literally bites me leg every day. I don't mind him because he's, a, he's a harmless, but he just nibbles right. And you know, you get a little pinch at the back of your leg. Mm-hmm. If she wasn't there, I'd, I'd have a word with the dog. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, um, it's, it's not enough for tetanus but it's still like no it's just an annoying like, see, well no what really annoys me is she said he doesn't bite you and he, <laughs> she literally she, she's blind she can see him biting the back <laughs> of the leg but um some of the posts are bring um on the road roads to bring uh like a dog a box of dog's biscuits uh-huh. so oh. throw them out the to the dog and the dog loves him then and they yeah. keep him happy and then there's other lads bring a handle of a shovel with him so, <laughs> <laughs> like ward away so the one what or the is, other yeah. what is like a, are you no, still the, the, supposed we to have a, we have a um, we have a protocol to follow so if there's a dog in the yard and you're afraid of dogs or you think the dog is going to bite you you don't deliver the mail yeah. and you tell the postmaster and he will try contact those or else your dog, mail will be sent back and it'll just say dog at large Doc, but dog like, at large yeah so <laughs> but no the, 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 like, some of the one lad in particular got he got nine stitches in the back of his leg because oh. of an alsatian and yeah. the, the, the dog wasn't straight now I wouldn't like any dog to be straight but <laughs> that yeah. he 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 um, got a break going over the dog now yeah 
Mm-hmm. So it's not like a like a marathon situation where you're like deliver mail at all costs. You 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 have to like. Oh safety. no, you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And posts well, are not like you know sacrifice yourself for the mail. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> matter about your leg. Get that mail in there. Like, you know. <laughs> I think if someone's gonna have a dog of that size, they really should get their up a post box in front of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, I tell you, when you're putting your hand through the mail to the letterbox, and there's a dog in the far side, that's there or a cat, a cat like is. No. <laughs> I won't say it on air. You can swear on this podcast. It's <laughs> no, fine. No, I'm not saying it. They'd reef you, like, you know, they just slice your finger with their, their claws. Yeah. And they rip yeah. you open. Because, I mean, at least, will, at least your friend was bitten by an Alsatian. He's got a good story. You I mean, he'd be slashed up by a cat. Slashed <laughs> by a cat. <laughs> no, it's not a good story, but it's actually the source one because it just, it's mm. like getting caught with a razor blade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are sharp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and, and then, um, like, and cats are agile as well. So they can, if the, it doesn't have to be like a low down post box, it, ha- yeah. it can be up high, like, they'll leap at it. You know? But it's so, there's one or two on my mail, and he, uh, when I put in the letter, I know the dog is going to jump up and catch the letter. Like, it's a little Jack Russell. So I, I hold, deliberately hold the letter when they jump up, and he'll hold the letter on the inside. So I give it a chuck back, and I. <gasps> Do not put that into the box. No, Brian, take that out. <laughs> That'll go in our director's cut. Um, do, do not no. put abusing dogs into the box. <laughs> mm. uh, but, but I remember you telling me that when I was going canvassing, you were like, watch your fingers because dogs will bite them. And I forgot that because you had told me to like, I know this is yeah, bend the over your fingers. So you, so that you if you have a thing, like, so you're putting it in this way, like, like your fingers, like a swan. And then you wrap the mail kind of around it and you push it in that way. And I yeah. forgot to do that, but I only forgot it once. Yeah, and I got bitten a by a little dog. It was a, it was a low down post um, letterbox. Mailbox. Some of them are, yeah. are like on the floor. And this small, it sounded like a small dog and just like reefed my fingers. And then I was like, aha, he was correct. But then I had blood all over the, the leaflet. So I felt yeah. bad about that. Like, oh, is that bad? Yeah, it's just oh, bloody yeah. leaflets. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're, like, they're, they're absolutely reefy. Like one... Could claws out your finger. I, I, one day I actually could barely get my finger back from the hole. Oh no, I shouldn't have said that. That's okay. He, bad dog anyway. <laughs> he bit my finger and I, I, he reefed me. Jeez, I was split open. I've had to get near him. I tell you, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have blood all over their mail then? Did they complain? No, their I, uh, no, their mail was okay because it was it was gone in the floor. Oh, he yeah. bit the, but the next people's mail, I had to wrap a tissue around my hand and throw oh, it in with the other Freddy hand. Oh, Freddie Krueger delivering their mail. <laughs> <laughs> bloody <laughs> <Exactly>. sad letters. <laughs> Uh, that's, but it is weird that they just like I don't know maybe it's other people who call as well that, that dogs and pets don't like but they just have a weird thing about no, it. postman is, is for some reason I don't know what it is I think it's because every dog you smell like every other dog in the road and it confuses uh, them probably is it. yeah yeah I never thought of that actually you're coming in yeah, with your smells is. yeah they don't like that um, <laughs> yeah when you meet all the dogs you, you carry a lot of information it's like yeah. a, it's like you're, you're a whole dog timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm some threat, so I am. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Threatened. That's funny. Come on, I was doing the research for the show, and it was something I'd heard before. Uh, Michael Collins, uh, mentioned in the show many times, sometimes by garaging. Was yeah. Was a postman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I I, I read uh, I read a little piece of a book one time I had of Michael Collins, and uh, I read here was a post a postal uh, was it. A clerical worker, or some, some, some to do with the postman before he became. Uh, before he became Michael Collins. Michael Collins, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I did remember reading that. Or I remember reading yeah. that. Yeah, and so was he. Where he was obviously. Uh, this is like before the Free State, so that was own the. 
It would have been yeah, probably the Royal Man. Mail Service. Yeah, or Royal Mail, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right, yeah. Um, and then, was it Post and Telegraphs then when we got the Free State and then now? Yeah, the post? P&T it was then, yeah. P&T, yeah, because mm, they yeah. still have those, you can see those on like manhole covers, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Post and Telegraphs, yeah. Because yeah. I remember that there was, there was a Minister for Post and Telegraphs before there was That's Minister right, for Communications. Yeah. And I suppose I always remember on Post being there, but at, at some point it was the actual minister was the was the person, usually the, usually the guy in charge yeah. of the actual, so it, it wasn't, it was, it, so it was it was still a government department rather than a semi-state. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 you probably don't remember. I remember the lorries as a child. It's just a, or the the vans is P and T was right on the side of it, you know. And, and mm-hmm. we'll say the old areas right, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had and the always was kind of an, an orange coloured van, you know. They're always orangey colour oh. with the black oh. writing on it. I didn't know that. I just assumed back they were in the day green. when I was. When you were Ten. in. Start yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then obviously the, then the, the great, the, the on post came in, the branding in the 1980s, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That was, and then when they, they came in first, the, the, the uniforms, listening to the older boys, the uniforms were woeful altogether. They were real hairy. It's like, you know, like the, the old army, they were big, heavy, chunky stuff. Oh, bulls wool. Yeah, it was shocking mm. to have to wear. And at that time, the, the postmaster was very strict. You had to wear your uniform. Like it could be roasting, but you still have to wear this big brute of a jumper kind of, you know. Wow. And, and you had a big kind of a poncho. Do you know the, a raincoat you had? Yeah. And it was, it was kind of a poncho on you that you could keep your, um, your mail dry as well. Ah, oh, so it's a big tent you have to wear to keep your post dry. Yeah. Oh. And you, you, you had to cycle like everywhere. At, well, before the, the 80s, the, the cycling around here was chronic like everyone all postmen had a cycle actually one postman was telling me where I live here Rodin's from the Zam quarries and at, at, in those days used to have a you know a farmer would come up with his tractor for a load of sand Yeah. and um, <laughs> the postman was coming out the road and the tractor wouldn't be going very fast so he caught onto the back of the tractor and your man the, the driver told him you should catch on to the back tractor so he didn't look behind him so when he got to the sand pit he looked back and there was not only the satchel left on the on the on the trailer. <laughs> oh my god! The was gone. He fell off, and he <laughs> the man he couldn't catch back up with the tractor, and his post came on up the road. <laughs> Somebody make a terrible Irish film about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gosh. that's funny. That's oh classic. man. <laughs> so you did oh. telegraphs and post, then I guess. Yeah, well, it was, oh, that's what was, yeah, the, oldest, the, the, the most senior person we had inside started out as a telegram boy. Telegram mm. he, boy. He, that's yeah, he was 42 years in it. He retired there about two years ago. So it's the guy who goes, oh, telegram, see? The, the, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Started, <laughs> I've never got a telegram. I don't know. <laughs> but they, used to, they used to be big at wedding, uh, weddings. They, people get telegrams at weddings. And, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. And what do you mean telegrams at weddings? Pe- people would say, pe- people who couldn't make it to a wedding would send a telegram, send a telegram to the hotel. Yeah. And then uh, they, they, the best man would read them out. Dear you know, John, card, stop. Yeah. Mm. Like, what? Yeah, we got a telegram in Owen. Uh, did somebody, you? Well, yeah. <laughs> From who? Sorry. Who? I can't remember, but I remember seeing us at Chiz. He sent a telegram. He could have sent a card or something. Yeah. Who do you? How, I'm sorry. You, what year did you get married? Sorry, I'm so fascinated to know who sent you a telegram in the 80s. Oh, I, I can't remember. 80, was it 88? 89. 89. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember those, those telegrams, certainly in the early 90s. There's, I think they just said uh, people would ring the hotel and say, we're not taking telegrams anymore, but you could still send a telegram by just ringing it. We'll, we'll ring type it out. You're already on the phone. Yeah. Leave your message. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then faxes. We said you could. We'll get this. We'll have a fax yeah, right yeah. out of the wedding. 
Jeez. a fax, huh? What <laughs> the hell? Yeah, it probably actually wasn't a telegram we got all. He just probably said it was a telegram. But mm. it actually was a, le- yeah, you tell him we I can't make it. The same way we call out, we call, you know, new, new musical releases records, even though they're not actually on records yeah, anymore. Record. Yeah, no, that's right, yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, one, yeah, one thing I did want to ask Tom before uh, before we did wrap up was, I mean, it's something that we're very aware of is that the the amount of post offices in rural Ireland that have been closed that people are, that this service is actually going, is 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 being taken away, particularly in areas yeah, yeah. in the Celtic, which is something mm. I'm especially conscious of, but in rural Ireland in general. Yeah, it's not something we'd be in fear of at all. Like even for my own. My own little village here in in Timahoe, like the post office closed here, maybe ten years ago or eight yeah. years ago, and um, like it, it's it, it, it doesn't matter really about the business, or I think it shouldn't matter about it. It's 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 the hub of the the the, the village or locality. Do you know it's yeah. it's where everybody goes, where everybody meet up. Mm-hmm. Do you know for pensioners is is their one day out a week to get their pension? Do you know uh, it's their their weekly trip. And uh, I think it's 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 a uh, it's not good. It wasn't. I don't think it is good for for the, the the rural areas at all. And I think it's 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 moving people out of the rural areas yeah. and more of them into town. Where it's you know, and uh, maybe that's what the government want. I don't know, but it, it, you'd like to see these kind of places being like, kept open for. Yeah, I think so. The, because it is the, that like. I mean, there's so many services that that operate through the post office, like TV licenses, social welfare, yeah, everything. Yeah, allowances. Dip- that's still. Children announced post your 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 social welfare. Everything was gotten yeah. in the post office, you know. It's, yeah. it's and if everyone's getting their pension money on the same day, then you see everybody. You know, you're yeah. yeah. This is yeah. this is it, like you know, and you, and you and usually with the post office, there's always a shop there, like you, you know, yeah. it's yeah. not just a post office. They have your groceries, like and you know, the pensioners will come in and get their bit of groceries and, yeah. and a way to go, you know. And I love that about rural post offices, like that. It's not just a shop; it's a shop that sells like. Yeah, so like, like the post office in Jamo when it was there it was like you could buy anything in that you know, it, was, <laughs> it was like a, yeah, it's like the, the old general stores in the wild yeah. west and that it was yeah. a pharmacy and maybe maybe even a bar as well as a shop yeah. and there was yeah because so, so the, the old post office in Jamo carers here when that was a post office like I know not many lads but there's a few lads around here with, with old real old tractors TV old tractors mm. and it'd be like um that's the kind of fuel you use, and they used to buy it in, a, a, say, a forty-five gallon drum. And you go in, you can get your bread and your dog food and your rashers and shoe your polish, pension your post, and shoe pension. polish. <laughs> Even a pair of shoes. Some of them had a pair of shoes. <laughs> in the but you could get the TV all this fuel for your um, for your uh, your little tractor because it, yeah. they were they used to have it for the till lamps as well. You know, the little the oil lamps. Some yeah. One, oh, yeah. a woman up the road here now. They were the last to get electricity here. She was the last lady to get. It. Like I was well into my 20s when she got electricity and um, she used to have a tilly lamp in the window but they'd always supply her with the, yeah. with the, the like she'd be the only one that ever had it it, was just, yeah. it wouldn't be like made up what they're getting off her but it used to have it for her like you know still yeah and it was that nice part of it like that they again it was a community hub like for, for small yeah. areas that don't like it's not a pub it's yeah. a community hub that isn't the pub do you know what I mean um, that's it that, yeah. that was nice I guess and so it is a bit of a shame that that it's gone um, mm. and that they are going particularly as you said in Gwiltlicht areas as well where you know they're, those, oh, they're yeah, being decimated like mm. yeah I think it's, it's yeah we, I can see how people can see the price of everything and the value of nothing and there's real value of keeping post offices going yeah. oh, I would definitely agree with you there you know I think um, 
It's if 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 there's a post office in the area, maybe there's somebody might more might like be more likely to move into that area, you know, or a young mm. family will start up there, you know, rather than moving away from these these rural areas. It's, it's trying to bring life into it instead of moving away from it. Yeah, and I think taking a post office is one of the the nails in the coffin of that. Yeah, definitely. Come before we let you go. Um, I gotta ask you. We love to ask all our guests what their favorite Irish word is. My favourite Irish word is um, Deloga. Oh, that's oh. nice. That's a good that. one. It's <laughs> mm, a great it's a, one. Uh, yeah. Uh, when I was a little fella in, in school, um, we had a, a headmaster, Mr. Sayers, who's from Kerry. Um, he was a relation of Peg Sayers, growing And um, we were coming from a match one day in Port Leash, and um, he was just giving, me, giving us a talk. I was only maybe nine or ten and um michael my brother was with me and um it was starting to snow and he just said um tal deloga bugabon egdosa and i said yes that sounds a lovely word so it's deloga and i actually went home and asked mammy what was deloga and she told me what it was so that's, yeah i that's always lovely. remember that word so it means like flakes or yeah, leaves or even pages are called deloga mm. aren't they um yeah like overleaf yeah that, that's, yeah that's lovely like leaves yeah but I, i've always liked it as the, the sound of it as well the mm. deloga and, yeah. and, and, and particularly deloga dousa like dousa is um i know that's lovely just, yeah, yeah so it's a local book upon a dousa is small uh white flakes white dancing. flakes were dancing through yeah that's that's lovely poetic mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely <laughs> where well, would you get good. it exactly <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> <laughs> so that was yeah. If I had to listen to him more often, maybe I might be a little bit better Irish. But anyway, listen, we don't. What we don't do in this podcast is criticize anyone about mm. their ability or inability to speak Irish. Absolutely, it's. Uh, I'll do that in privacy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I know you don't. Buddy. No, I don't. Don't tell people that. <laughs> Ruin the, the perfectly curated image that I have. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Calm. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this evening. Oh, we're just delighted to have you. You've even mentioned once or twice in the show. It's such like for you to actually come here and get to tell your own side of the story. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't to listen that. to the podcast, so he hasn't a clue what, like... <laughs> <laughs> I listened to one or two, so I did. You, like a lie, you listened to one when I asked you to. <laughs> the audacity. But yeah, and, um, Thank you. And we are so proud of Garage so I can only imagine how proud you are. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Very proud of yeah, over, oh. over the moon. <laughs> Shut <laughs> <No>. up. <laughs> so, yeah, turn purple she's, now, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's so good. I'm so proud Oh my god. I know it's gonna be cool. I hope it's cool. Oh dear. Great stuff. So Carl McAvoy, thank thanks again for joining us this evening. So until the next time, it's a slant from me. A slant from me. And slant from me. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. I say not. Chill up there, yeah. <laughs> the the te- technology works.